0: Hello, hello, and welcome to our this week's episode of Cherish, Live, and Dream. I am your host, Jay. And I am your host, Yaya. And And we we are are your Hope Dealers. Dealers. So today we have a very special guest slash my friend. Her name is Suzette Vernon, and we are so happy and excited that she decided to join us on today. Well, hey there, Miss Suzette, how are you?
1: I am absolutely wonderful excited to talk to you ladies. Thank
0: you. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. So we're going to just go ahead and jump right in
1: because we got a lot to talk
0: about. Yes, we do. We do. And I am so, so, so excited about it. So Let's get started. So you have many accolades and achievements such as being a serial business owner, author, life coach, counselor, and musician. So you have given back to the community in some amazing and very instrumental ways, all while overcoming challenges. But today we will focus on the greatest challenge you overcame and that is securing your heart. Please share with the audience exactly what that process was for you
1: yes wow wow well audience you know hey first of all i'm just so grateful that i out of all the podcasts that you could be listening to you decided to tune into this one because i believe that you're going to hear some things that are going to really liberate you and help mm-hmm. you um My process, oh my goodness, I'm going to give y'all the cliff note version because (laughs) in 62 years of living, boy, we don't have time for the complete process, okay? (laughs) So I'm going to give you the high points. But first of all, as a baseline, Mm -hmm. I grew up a middle child. Okay. And I was the quintessential middle child. Mm -hmm. You know, I really was. And I think with that, it made me vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It made me vulnerable to wanting to find a place where I fit, a place where I belonged. Mm-hmm. And my parents, well, my mom, namely, when she would be busy, she'd sit me and my sister in front of the television. And back then, the soaps were the guiding light and the edge of night. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Yes, I do. A little <laughs> bit, just
0: a little
1: bit. <laughs> The black and white TV with a hanger in the back. Yes. Hey. Uh-huh. fall
0: on the antenna. Yes. okay, yes. You,
1: win you win it. And we would sit there and we watch, and I would see Bob and Lisa and all of that. And then on Saturdays, it was the wonderful world of Disney. And so you had all the fantasies of the handsome prince and mm. you know the damsel in distress and how the prince slays the dragon. And in my young mind, I reasoned that the answer to my loneliness. Mm. The answer to my not belonging was for a handsome prince to come and rescue me, Mm, Wow! to give me a home, to give me a purpose, to validate that I was worthy, that I was enough for someone to see me and to hear me and to want me. Mm. So that started before I even had any dreams of doing any of those things that I've done that people can Google and find out about. Mm -hmm. You know, all the accomplishments that I've made in life, there was still that hunger inside for love. And Mm. but the thing about it, when you have a hunger, but you don't know how to feed it, Mm. it makes you very vulnerable to trouble. Yes. And I had this desire, but I didn't know how to feel it. Mm. So I did the best I could. You know, I merged what I saw in the soap operas and my, what I saw on Disney and how I watched other people have relationships. And, and I kept, and I tried to, I guess, stir up a stew mm-hmm. that would be appealing to someone that would make them pick me mm. and see that I was a good enough person for them to love and want to propose marriage to me. Yeah. So, and the thing about it is, With all the performance and all the accolades and all the A pluses and all the different things I've accomplished, there was still that thing Mm -hmm. that eluded me. Mm. I couldn't quite, underneath all of that, smiling for the camera, looking good in private, I was failing. I could not get a man to stay. Mm -hmm. I couldn't hold his attention. It's like it would start out good, Mm -hmm. But then I wouldn't know what it was I did. Right. That made him change. Mm -hmm. You know, that made him not want to go out and take me out anymore. Mm -hmm. That made him mischaracterize me Mm -hmm. and tell me I thought I was so much or I was so needy. All these different things that they would tell me. and And my insides were screaming, but no, no. Mm -hmm. I'm not those things. If you stick with me, if you stay with me, if you just show me what it is you want, I'll I'll do it. I'll figure it out. I'll do it. And the reason I share that is because there's a lot of women out there. You may be listening to this and you look so good on paper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You might be running a Fortune 500 company. You might be employing people. You might be feeding people in third world countries. You might be the most sought after person in the world but you have a secret, wow! a secret longing because you can't get your relationships to work and you don't know what you're doing wrong and all the ambition and all the fire and the dreaming and all these things that help you to attain all these things, it's just not working. It's not enough to get a man to stay. It's not enough to get him to love you. It's not enough to get him to see you. Mm-hmm. To regard your feelings, to regard your hopes, your dreams, no matter how hard you try. And that was me. Wow. And that and is it, <laughs> yeah. And oh Lord. And it wasn't until I turned 50. Wow. That some the dots started connecting because I was one of those people that I'm like, okay, after two failed marriages, I get it. I'm the common denominator. So something's broken here <laughs> and I need to kind of figure out what it is. So I started reading all the self-help books and relationship books and tuning into the talk shows and, you know, all these different things, wherever there was a gathering where somebody was going to drop some nuggets about relationships. I took out my fork, my knife, my spoon, <laughs> stuck my napkin in here and I'm ready to eat <laughs> because I was trying to figure it out. Yeah. And somebody once asked me, they said, well, Suzette, why do you think it took you so long? And I really sat and thought about it and I said, you know what? It was because I didn't know I was enough and I was trying to create enough evidence that I was. You better preach. Mm. And in the absence of evidence Mm. that you're enough, you're going to believe what anybody else tells you. Come on.
0: You're going to do it. I'm going to get ready to put my shoes on (laughs) and come to your house. (laughs) Get on your
1: couch, girl.
0: (laughs) It tell you all about it, sister. Yeah,
1: but it's so true. It is and it took a while. And what I learned is even though you might have the best of intentions, Mm -hmm. I don't care how many books you read, I don't care how many services. And and if for those of you who are Christians and churchgoers and believers in Christ, I got to tell you something. I don't care how many hands are laid on you. I don't care how many people speak into your life. That is not enough to fix what's broken in your self-image and in your self-esteem. Mm-hmm. It's not enough for it's not enough to help you automatically know what you don't know. Mm. And that's the thing that's messing us up in relationships. It's what we don't know. Mm -hmm. And what we're trying so hard to figure out on our own. But I found out I couldn't figure it out on my own. There is no way I could see my own blind spot. Mm -hmm. There was no way, I I could not read enough books. Mm -hmm. I could not sit under enough people for me to see my own unique blind spot. And so my big process was to realize that, first of all, and to seek out a relationship coach because Uh I needed to know what was going on. And by doing that, she was able to help me see that there was nothing inherently wrong with me. I was a great person. Mm -hmm. It was just that I had some distorted ways of thinking that I had adopted from people who normalized it and thought it to be true. Mm -mm. And so I ate that, I believed that, and I call them lids. I call them lids, which is an acronym for limitations, ideologies, disconnects, and stories. Those were the things that had to be unearthed, deconstructed, and reconstructed. What was healthy and right. And that would help me to do the things that I needed to do. To liberate myself, not change me, Mm -hmm. but to liberate Liberate. me, to know that I was enough and that I could show up on the date instead of trying to send a representative because I feeling like I'm not sufficient. Mm -hmm. I can't send me. I Mm -hmm. have to send what somebody else told me would get a man because I'm Mm -hmm. not enough. Mm -hmm. I'm insufficient. And that whole journey, the process for me has been to find out what makes me enough. And that's why I said at the beginning of it, if you don't know why you're enough, is you're gonna get tripped up every time because mm-hmm. other people's definitions will never will never quite pinpoint it. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that Alanis Morissette says. She said, You have to dig down deep enough inside of yourself where there is no lie. Wow. And relationship coaching helped me to dig down deep, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep unearthing, keep throwing stuff out, keep digging deep until I hit the bedrock of my authentic truth and found out that was enough to build on. And that was what was necessary for me to ever have a chance of ever experiencing healthy, real deal love. Wow. And that sounds like a whole lot of work. It was a lot. It was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It was harder when I was trying to do it on my own. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was easier when I did it with help because within three months of seeing a relationship coach, after three months was when I met my husband, Robert. Yeah. It doesn't take you long oh, wow. to meet your right somebody. Mm-hmm. If, if you have somebody that can help you accelerate the process wow it doesn't take long at all mm.
0: so since you mentioned your husband
1: <laughs> how did y'all meet oh my god we met on plenty of fish so <gasps> For those out there i've heard people say but i'm, I'm getting ready to dispel some myths <laughs> i've heard folks say uh-uh, don't you go on that plenty of fish because there's some crazy people up there. Mm-hmm. Don't you go on plenty of fish because you know what? It's because people don't pay for it. Because when you go somewhere where people don't pay for it, you can get anything. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm going to bust your bubble on this one. Bust well, it. I'm going to bust your bubble. The key is not whether a person is paying for the membership or not. Mm-hmm. The key is how prepared you are Okay. when you get there.
0: Okay. Because I
1: don't care where you go. If you're not prepared, you're gonna attract the same granola bar, fruit, nuts, and flakes. You're gonna keep right on. I love it. y'all know yes. it's true. If yeah. you are prepared, you're gonna keep right on. Attracting the same old, same old the same granola bars and try to make a meal out of it. I, <laughs> it ain't gonna work, mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> it ain't gonna work. But yeah, I met him on Plenty of Fish and there are quality men on these uh, free websites. Mm-hmm. I think what happened to give me success was all these things that I'm telling you were going on in the background. Mm-hmm. So once I got online, I, I was very clear about who I was, Mm -hmm. what I wanted and that I was not going to accept anything less. That's right. I knew enough to know how to recognize what didn't fit me. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, that's where it starts, knowing thyself. You're not going to know that man if you don't know thyself. You're just not. And a lot of women are going through issues because they don't know who they are. So I went on Plenty of Fish and I, and, um, I met Robert. And it was so interesting because It wasn't that he had this super duper sexy website, but it was the fact that from the words that I read, he seemed like a guy that was comfortable Mm -hmm. in his own skin and in his own humanity. He didn't seem like a pretentious kind of person just from the words that he wrote. And uh, by that time (laughs) I had already said I said to a couple of men prior to that, I'm like, "Listen, being online is cool, emailing is cool, talking on the phone is cool, but this ain't gonna be real till I see you face to face." Uh huh. Okay. So I, because I knew knew something about me, and and there might be other people that are like me. I was tired of falling for words that made promises that these guys could not keep. Come on,
0: you know what? Grace passed this offering. Yes.
1: Yes. Take up a a
0: seed. (laughs) She is all in my
1: backyard.
0: Time
1: of that talking. Tired. And so I had to meet him in person Mm -hmm. and see if what he said on his profile, if I got that same feeling when I met him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he was very sweet, very comfortable. I was I was a tad late. And he waited for you. (laughs) <laughs> and he sat there, had his little cup of chai tea and was sitting there. And mm. I, we met in a cafe. We, we found out we both worked at RTP. I don't know. Isn't, that, isn't that amazing? Went <laughs> on plenty of fish and found out that the, my, my husband was in my own backyard. Wow. Working in the same Research Triangle Park area. And I didn't even know he existed. Mm. Wow. And so we met. For about 30 minutes, old oh God, we were shooting the breeze, laughing. We both had this kind of slip, slapstick humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess we were both raised on Looney Tunes. I don't know. We had this <laughs> slapstick humor thing kind of going, you know? And and I said to him, after about 30 minutes and everything, we were laughing and having a good time. And I said, I asked myself, what why are you on the dating site? I said, what is your what is your goal for being on the dating site? Mm-hmm. And he said to me, he said, well, you know, I want to meet some really nice people. I want, you know, to meet some nice women and and that kind of thing. And he said, you know, and and the thing about it, he said, even if something romantic doesn't evolve or doesn't happen, at least I might can meet some great friends. Mm -hmm. Doesn't that sound beautiful, Mm y'all? And the old me would have been like, okay, sure, great. But the me that did the work on myself and knew I didn't have to bring any any counterfeit, that I could be honest, Mm -hmm. said to him, I said, you know what? I said, you sound like a very, very nice guy. Mm -hmm. I said, but my reasons for being on a dating site is not to meet a friend. I said, I have male friends. Mm -hmm. And the reason that they are my male friends is because I don't want to sleep with them. I said, I did not come to a dating site to find a friend. I came to a dating site, y'all laughing at me. <laughs> I came to a dating site to find love. I said, so I don't want, see, Jada, you to make me get tickled. I can't, I can't complete my That was good to me. I, I'm so sorry. Don't mind <laughs> me. Friend. That tickled me. I
0: apologize. Mm, but it's I did because my
1: thing is, so many times we mislead we wait for the man to make the decision for our hearts you're right about that it's like no I've gone through enough with my heart I'm not just going to take my heart in the same situations Mm -hmm. that keep ending keep me ending up dissatisfied so I told him out the gate I'm not up here Mm -hmm. to meet a friend Mm -hmm. I said if you are I said, I don't want to waste your time. Mm -hmm. I said, I don't because I'm looking for love. I was honest. I'm looking for something long term. Mm -hmm. I said, I like being part of a couple. Mm -hmm. And I said, and if that's not where you are, I said, you're a great guy. And I meant it. I said, you're a great guy. I've had a wonderful time. I said, and I'm sure you're going to meet somebody awesome. I said, but I know what I want. Mm. and I got up to put my coat on this is the power of, of aligning with your authentic truth mm-hmm. and finding out that what you want you deserve mm. and you don't have to hide it or camouflage it anymore the yes. beauty of it was I was willing to walk away from him uh-huh. mm-hmm. knowing that I wasn't going to stop until i got the person that I knew I was looking for. I wasn't going, I was at the end of trial and error. I wasn't going to do it. And the beautiful thing was he jumped up. He jumped up and he said, wait, 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 just one minute. Just like that. He said, no, he said, I am looking for something long-term. I just don't want us to focus on that to the point that we don't get to know each other. Okay. Okay. And when he said that, I uh-huh. said, "Okay." You put your coat back down. <laughs> no, I still, I still. He had to walk me to my car. Okay, and you okay. know, because you, you know, you got the, you got to exit, honey. Yeah, I the yes, yes. dignity with which you said the words. Okay. <laughs> it was time for me to go. All right. And so he said, "Um, no, I'm." I said, "Well, it sounds that sounds good." He said, "Well, since we get along so well," he said, "Um, can I can I get your number? Can I ask you for a date?" I said, sure. Mm-hmm. And so he ended up um, reaching back out through plenty of fish. And he said to me, he said, there are two places that I would love to show you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, one was Zydeco. When Zydeco was in Raleigh. Yes. Said, the other is BU Cafe. Okay. I had never heard of BU. I had never been yes. Uh uh-huh. on the coldest night in Durham's history, I met him at BU Cafe, uh-huh. and the rest is history.
0: And the rest is wow. history. Wow, that is beautiful. It, it is. is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
1: I and got I'm, some
0: homework to do, and I got to remember to put on my coat. to <laughs>
1: go, girl? And it, you have because you have to be willing. Yeah, and I don't. And it's different than having abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. With abandonment issues, you leave before things even begin because you're so afraid oh my. of being left, right? That sounds you're like so somebody afraid. I know. Yeah, you're so afraid of being left that you sabotage. You You create problems mm-hmm. where there is none. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But that's, that's the abandonment part. But being ready to leave yes. means I respect my heart. I respect my journey. I respect me. Mm-hmm. And my understanding of what I need to be whole and happy in a relationship—too mm-hmm. much to let a cute eyes and a cute smile blind me to it any longer. Wow! I, you can look like Denzel, and I will put on my coat and walk it, out it of is here.
0: Fine. He real fine. He's fine, he got a walk on him. He got him. Like... But anyway,
1: <laughs> the swagger is real, ain't it? Denzel got a walk, honey. <laughs> yeah, there is work to be done. It is. Yeah. It is work. And, it, it, and I don't want anybody to think, oh, my God, it's going to take me till I'm 50 before I do it. No, that's the reason why I think part of my responsibility being here is mm-hmm. to let women know the only thing holding you up is you. Mm-hmm. You won't ask for help. You keep mm-hmm. accepting less mm-hmm. and brooding and crying about it when instead of looking at the resources that God has placed in front of you. I love church, but there Mm -hmm. were not enough sermons to help me go deep enough to where I needed to go. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I mean, come on. No, 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 no. You, no. Look at the people who are sitting in the pews. A whole look, at the, look at the people who are lifting their hands and crying and, and, uh-huh. and, and, and saying yes to God and meaning it and being very, very sincere. Yes. But they're still stuck. Uh-huh. And when they walk out the door, they still, they still get sabotaged by boo-boo. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because I mean, since we're talking about Christians, if you, if you do have the faith and you're in church saying hallelujah and all that, uh, the Bible does tell us faith without works is dead.
1: And the work is not just, I'll read more scriptures yes. and I'll come to more church services. <laughs>
0: Say that. Say that. The work and you're, is
1: working on your heart, working yes. on the pain and 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 going to people who have the, the skill of a surgeon, there's some things mm-hmm. that you can go to, some places you can go to, mm-hmm. get a prescription, go get medication and take it at home. Mm-hmm. But there are other matters of the heart that are so shrouded in pain mm-hmm. and a lack of a pure and healthy and whole Mm self-esteem that it takes somebody who has the skill of a surgeon Mm. that can go down in those deep places and dig around in your spleen and in your intestines and in your stomach and find out where the cancer is where the tumor is
0: Now, Suzette, how can our audience get in contact with you? Because you are currently still life coaching, correct? You are still. Good. I am
1: life coaching, and this season of my life is more relationship coaching. Okay. Mm. That—that's why I'm able to say because I asked God. I was life coach for a while, mm-hmm. and I came to a point in my life where I was like, "But what? What do I have? What do I have? Mm-hmm. Where I seen real results, mm-hmm. you know, sustainable, tried and true results. Mm-hmm. And even though I've I've helped people in their jobs and I, in all these other life areas mm-hmm. where I have sustained results is in relationships because there's so many women who are in their mid thirties on up who are banging their heads against the wall, wondering what's wrong with them. Mhm. Mhm. That's right. And I felt like part of what I was recruited by God to do at this season in my life is to help bridge the gap for them mm-hmm. in ways that maybe they have not discovered before. To break it down, one, one of my our coaching clients said to me, this as Susan, as she said you say the things that we want to say but don't feel like we can say it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You make it sound like you're inside of our heads reading us. Yes. And the reason I know it is because I am you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I am your evidence that number one you are enough, and number two you can have the love you desire. And I don't mean just any kind of settling love. Right. My husband is better than me to me that I have ever thought in my life I could have. Wow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like he's created a better that I didn't even know mm-hmm. was available to me. Mm -hmm. But I said, Lord, you know what? And all I could hear God say is you did the work to deserve that though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You went in places inside of yourself where most people will not dare to go and got honest in a way that most people are not willing to get honest Mm -hmm. so that you could recover who you are. Mm. so that you could heal your brokenness, so you could finally get it straight, so you could get out of that cycle of failed relationships, and feeling like a fool, that does nothing for your self-esteem, I don't care how many degrees you get, (laughs) and I was tired of banging my head against that wall, Mm -hmm. and God blessed me with a husband that, I'm telling you, we're going on seven years, wow, and I know it doesn't sound like a lot to most, what you're talking about is somebody who had been in two failed marriages. Right. That In the fifth year or near the fifth year was when I would get the, I had like, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Two failed marriages that led, two failed marriages, two divorces from the same man. As if I couldn't get it right the first time, my insanity became even more insane. Yeah. And I marry him a second time.
0: Thinking Think, that
1: everything was Thinking going that to I got enough now. Mm -hmm. I've had enough distance now that I can automatically make it work. And that's, that's the, that's the culprit. Mm -hmm. When we start feeling better, Mm -hmm. we think we're ready. Mm -hmm. We think that just give it some time. When I I got over boo-boo, I'm feeling more like myself. You know, I done got me some cute clothes now.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And I'm I'm ready because I feel better. I'm I'm single and I'm ready to mingle. But uh-huh. if you haven't worked on who you are, if mm-hmm. you haven't worked on that pain that keeps coming up, I don't care how good you feel, you will invariably work yourself right back down to the same ending. Same mm. man, just different clothes. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. And so it takes work to work that out of you to become clear, to find your blind spots. It takes work, but the work is not hard when you have a vision. Mm -hmm. It's not hard when you have a vision. And that was the turning point for me Mm -hmm. from going from trying to seek validation. When I got a vision, I remember the man that I dated before I met my husband. uh, We dated for nine months. And I remember him telling me right out the gate, he said, Suzette, he said, if things don't work between you and me, I'm giving up on love. I'm calling it quits, I've tried, but I'm just not gonna try anymore. And I'll never forget, something stood up inside of me and said, I ain't going out like that. I will, I refuse to have spent my entire life on this earth.
2: Mm-hmm
1: and not know what it feels like to Mm. truly, truly be loved. Mm -hmm. I ain't going out like that. That's all right. And it wasn't even me. It wasn't the me that had been dating and doing all this stuff all along. It was like, there was uh, something inside and I really believe it was the God me Mm -hmm. that stood up and said, uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, this is one I'm standing up inside of you and I'm declaring for you. Mm. You ain't going out like that. Mm. This is not the way your story is going to end. You're not going. And when that stood up and I heard myself say it, not, not, not the scared me, not the validation me, not the middle child me, not Mm. the me hungry for love, not the fantasy Disney me, but I heard the divine Mm. in me that knows what belonged to me. Come um, on. That said, you are not going out like that. Did I know? What to do? Heck no, I ain't know nothing. <laughs> but I had a vision. Mm-hmm. But I had something inside of me that would not let me be satisfied any longer with what I was settling for. And I, and once that stood up inside of me and I could no longer justify to myself having less, then the heavens opened up. And honestly, God started dropping breadcrumbs. And I just was wise enough to follow him. Wow, and the breadcrumbs always led to a deeper understanding of who I am mm. and what I deserve. You know what? <laughs> we need to have you back. <laughs> so,
0: get, get give our audience your information so they'll be able to get in contact with you.
1: Sure. Um, you can find me. my My favorite stomping grounds are Facebook and Instagram. Okay. So you can find me there at your coach suzette right or you can go to my website which is Mm suzettesolutions.com there you'll find my podcast Mm -hmm. which also streams from all these different podcasts and i sometimes i google myself not because i'm a narcissist y'all but every now and then you want to know what the word on the street is yes about you right So when I Google myself, I keep finding other places where my podcast is. So if you type search, if you put in enough factor podcast into Mm -hmm. Google, you'll find your favorite streaming place and there you'll find me. So uh, Mm -hmm. enough factor podcast, Mm -hmm. uh, you can find it on Apple, iHeart, Spotify, everywhere. Mm -hmm. See the Solutions website or find me on Facebook, Instagram. At your coach, Susie. Nice. Wow.
0: Yes. And so they'll be able to actually um, set up an appointment with you, like they want something privately.
1: That, yes, that's as a matter of fact. Contact. They can email me, DM me, direct message. For those of you that are older than me and wonder, what's that DM thing? Direct <laughs> message me. Uh- <laughs> uh, yes. And um, I do offer people that I've never coached before mm-hmm. or that I've not had a consultation with before, mm-hmm. a free one-on-one consultation up to 60 minutes.
2: So give oh, me wow. a
1: chance to really talk to me about what your relationship struggle truly truly is Mm -hmm. and it allows me an opportunity to see if I have some solutions whether it be one-on-one coaching or my coaching programs I have two of which were built around my experience my own experience and what I keep seeing in women over the age of 35 one of the coaching programs is called doing love differently Mm. that's what we need to do right yeah love the old way Keeps leading to the same dead end. So, doing love differently is one of my coaching programs, and the other one, which is really, really important, once you learn to do love differently, you got to learn to recognize what men have the potential, and what men do not. So, the second program is do you is called Do You Speak Male? Hmm. The five C's of understanding a man's language. Wow. So, those are the coaching programs that I offer right now. So. All right.
0: Wow. Yeah. wow.
1: And can you tell us about some of the books um, you've written? Yes, I have three book babies. Okay. Mm-hmm. One is the older child and two of my fraternal twins. I already have named them. <laughs> my oldest is The Sound of My Life. It was the okay. first book that I wrote. And it was basically about kind of layering my journey and how I help coach people mm-hmm. who have similar okay issues so that one centered more around life coaching and then about a year later um i got that kick uh to write a book but it found out it wasn't just one book it was two books and so i wrote them at the same time that one was the sound of my soul Mm -hmm. and the other one was protecting your emotional g-spot
0: Wow! so
1: yeah and the sound of my soul goes into that like i said that deeper dive Mm-hmm. inside of you where there is no lie mm-hmm. that's the sound of my soul and protecting your emotional g-spot deals with relevant relationship issues and scenarios that I hear all the time talking to my clients talking to my girlfriends even ones that I went through myself mm-hmm. and I go through the the beliefs and the thinking that causes you to think that's a good situation uh-huh. but then give a commentary that tells you, what's wrong with it and how to find your way out wow okay how to protect your emotional g-spot because how many of those listening know that the way to your heart is not between your Mm -hmm. between your Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: okay and where and and where might we find these books
1: you can find them on amazon okay and definitely amazon um and I can give you the link for them because you know, Amazon gives you this insanely long yes. numbers. So, you know, but anyway, you can find them on Amazon. If you go to books, you can type in the titles, the sound of my life and mm-hmm. put in Suzette. My alias as an author is Suzette Hinton. Okay. So, and I can provide all that for your show notes and everything, but if you go to Amazon and type in the book titles or either type in my name, okay, you'll be able to access all three books
0: okay nice nice this was wonderful wonderful. i
1: enjoyed it and i hope you'll come back oh i would love to come back this 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 is
0: like a a mini
1: series (laughs) yeah like really
0: really really (laughs) um, i'm pretty sure you've done panels before right
1: i've done panels i've done summits i've done seminars local and virtual i think i've done it i've 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 keynoted Mm -hmm. i've done my own one woman show Mm-hmm. Uh, in one of the auditoriums in the area i called it the i am enough live where i i decided that i you know what i didn't need an opening act okay. i was going to stand there and just speak from my heart like i'm doing here now yes mm-hmm. and yes. so i've done that i've been on panels i've done workshops uh so i'm very open to addressing people's book clubs Their their Church singles ministries, Mm -hmm. you know, just let the pastors know I'm I'm gonna keep it real. That's that's (laughs)
2: right. Because there are
1: too many people Mm -hmm. who are finding Mm -hmm. themselves single again Mm -hmm. and they just don't fit with singles, all they want to do is go bowling. They just don't fit. (laughs) You know. You know what i mean i'm just i don't I don't, wanna, I don't like bowling myself so i'm gonna sit that one out And they, they there are other
0: need, things that we can do besides
1: bowling. Yeah, and they, and they need to understand not just what the bible says but the life that's in the word that goes so much deeper than what what we typically hear
2: mm-hmm.
1: that speaks to directly that god is not god is not uh blind That he does care about our love lives. And a lot of times when we're in church, we are made to believe that he Mm doesn't. And so we sneak around Mm -hmm. and try to keep it to ourselves how much we want love and yearn for love. Say that. But God is concerned about your love life. And I want somebody to hear that. He Mm -hmm. cares about your love life. It doesn't make you less spiritual, it does not make you anything less to admit that you want companionship you want love he created us for it
0: that's right yes
1: and he's concerned and he's the best matchmaker out there
0: all right my god well you all heard it yes (laughs) Suzette Vernon (laughs) I love it y'all do you have anything else
1: no (laughs) the church said amen amen again and amen again
0: (laughs) gosh well it sounds like I need to make me an appointment with (laughs) I as well yes Yes. and so do you so don't be ashamed if you want to make an appointment she has given all the information that is needed to get in contact with her again Suzette we thank you so much for joining yes. us on today it has been a pleasure awesome awesome and awesome. I am pretty sure that we're going to find a way that we can connect and um, have you on the show again but of course we want to do it on a I think on a different panel you know like a stage or something but we're gonna to have to put something together because you have so much to share mm-hmm. and so much to offer and, and you're not just talking you're talking from deep down in your soul and from experience mm-hmm. and that's what people need the most is someone that's real and someone that has really truly experienced and been through the things that you have been through to help people like us so thank you thank <laughs> you so much yeah. and we appreciate it yeah, so you guys we will see you all next week. Thanks so much for joining us again. Have a blessed week.
2: Bye. Bye.